and welcome back. This is Kristen, and I am super excited about today's episode. We are going to talk about how do we step in to being who we are truly meant to be in God's eyes. So I'm so excited about this because so many of us, we're all works in progress, but I hope that I can encourage you to step up and not play small in your life and in your community. So that is what we're going to dive into today. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what He has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited, and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God, and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. Ladies, this episode is especially for you because I think often it's women of the world that we can play small, that we can discount our gifts or how we were meant to serve the world, how God has really intended us to show up in the world. And I do think there's different seasons for us. And I think some of us may be called to serve in our homes, in our our local communities where others of us are meant to step on a stage or write or speak or encourage others, you know, in a bigger way. But all of it just comes back to where has God, God called you now and what is he preparing you for in the future? So that's what I want to dive into today. But most of all, I just want to encourage you to continue to grow and to prepare yourself for what God calls you to, what big dreams he wants you to step into to build, you know, his kingdom on earth. And I want to share with you first and foremost, some words from Jen Hatmaker in her book, Fierce, Free and Full of Fire. And here is what she says. I finally clearly know who I am and how I was made, how I thrive and what I'm here for what I believe and what I care about. And I'm not afraid to walk in that, even when it doesn't fit the mold. I am finally the exact same in the outside as I actually am on the inside without posturing, posing, or pretending. Okay, guys, now seriously, tell me that is not amazing. And tell me that this is probably a struggle most of us are either walking through, right, to keep kind of finding ourselves, especially in the image that God's really made us to be and how he sees us, or we've walked through this. But I think, I think we're all working works of pro in progress. And I don't think this is something that it's like one and done. And then she goes on to say, once I learned to understand and boldly claim the real me, my inside voice became my outside voice, polished, polished me died and real me came to life. I took ownership of my personality, ideas, convictions, and gifts, costs counted and paid. I looked complicated, tension in the eye, and refused to make excuses for staying sidelined. I chose to be okay when I took it, took a remarkably different path than some of my peers, although that road was and still is sometimes lonely. I'd reached a dead end on what I could do while masquerading, professionally, relationally, spiritually. There was nowhere else to go except to slowly die inside. I decided that people-pleasing, fear, and politeness weren't the hallmarks of a well-lived life, nor were their ugly companions, passive aggression, resentment, and dishonesty. I discovered the world is hungry for women who show up and tell the truth, unafraid and free, 
expanding to the very edges of who they were always meant to be. My gosh, it's just so good. Jen Hatmaker, girl, love you. And seriously, we could so be besties. Okay. And then she goes on to say, it is that woman who brings her gifts to bear on this earth. The one who refuses to shrink on demand, who takes ownership of her precious wiring and encourages her sister to, sisters to do likewise. That woman refuses to contort to a template, but rather occupies her own life as a recipient of God's unending favor, not a beggar at his door. This kind of woman also wants this freedom for everyone else. I cannot overstate this important correlation and how necessary it is right now. She craves a genuine world, a more honest and sincere community, relationships based in truth-telling, to be refreshed to a parched world. I'm sorry, to be refreshing to a parched world. She's not afraid of herself, so she is unafraid of others. She is fierce. She is free. She is full of fire. And lastly, she says this a little bit further down. Hiding and posing and pretending is exhausting. Full stop. Doesn't it sound like a relief to have it all match? The inside and the outside, the real life and the displayed life. Spoiler alert, this is possible and you and everyone you love will flourish when this happens. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Oh gosh, so good. Jen has um, in her books and in, in uh, you know what she shares through interviews and things she's done, you know, she really shares all the things she's walked through to get to this place. And she's definitely had her, you know, like all of us, her own trials and tribulations. She's had to really sit in really pondering um, her thinking, her understanding of God and scripture and her life and how she fits in in her purpose. And I hope that all of us will continue to do that work to do that as well, to find a way to match our inside and our outside so that we can show up fully how God's made us. And so I'm going to share with you a couple ways that we can truly step into who God's made us to be. The first is write down and recognize that the following things, what interests you? What are you good at? What makes your heart ache? Where do you feel called? What makes you feel alive? And of course, what scripture, you know, speaks to you the most, you know, because I love Mark Batterson says that, um, the, our favorite scripture will basically be like this, you know, our own personal scripture, if you will. In other words, like that is maybe um, there's often uh, truth in that scripture, you know, how it speaks to us and maybe our purpose. And I think that that's so lovely. And, but basically the things I just mentioned, these are signals to who and how God made us to be. I don't think we should ignore these things. Now, I do think that often God has us exactly where he wants us. But often doors will close and new doors will open. We'll be sitting beside somebody that God has put there, has put forth for us to connect with, for us to speak into, for us to encourage. So we need to pay attention. But we also need to be aware of the way he made us so that we can make sure that we're stepping into the role he has for us. That's the first thing. Really think about that and make sure we aren't discounting how he wants to use us. Because we're all uniquely made and we all have unique gifts and unique experiences and, you know, what kind of pulls at our heartstrings. Number two, though, is keep preparing yourself. So, you know, get in God's word, read scripture, 
get around other women that can encourage you, right? And can lift you up, read things, listen to podcasts, you know, or, or stories, movies that inspire you and encourage you, especially in your walk with God. And just be, keep preparing yourself. You know, do you feel drawn or pulled to do a certain study or uh, to help a certain, you know, group of people or cause? Move towards that. I don't think it's by chance. Okay. And then the next thing is, are you willing? So ask yourself, are you willing to step out in faith? Or are you playing it safe? Are you playing it too small? Is it fear or worry or anxiety that's holding you back? Is God prompting you to take a bigger role on in some way? It could be at your church. It could be in your neighborhood. It could be in your household. Or it could be, you know, something bigger in the world, you know, in a, in a more public way. So just make sure you're listening to that and ask for uh, signs in order for you to validate that, you know, and then compare it to what scripture says. And then is it God's plan and time? I'm sorry, is it God's plan and timing or is it yours? So are we staying where we're at or are we trying to push ahead, you know, a goal we have for ourselves before God's ready? Or are we holding ourselves back and not stepping into his plan and timing because of worry or concern or our lack of confidence in ourselves? Because as we know, God equips and provides what we need, you know, and it doesn't mean, you know, we aren't qualified. He qualifies us. So we never have to already have the criteria, the, um, accolades or the, uh, you know, degrees, if you will. In other words, he's waiting to use us in our imperfection and in our lives and how we are right now with all of our sin and our flaws and everything else, because that points others back to him, right? It's through us and through us stepping into the world in that way that others see what it means, right? What it means to be a Christian, what it means to love others and to walk like Christ. And I think another thing that we can do is we can really reflect on who is it that maybe we're not showing real kindness to, we're not really showing love in one of our relationships or in multiple relationships. It can be because we haven't forgiven the person. Maybe we haven't forgiven ourselves. There can be a lot of reasons, but write those names down and pray that you will have a change of heart to truly love those people that you're struggling to love. And I think most of us struggle with this. It's not like some of us are amazing at this, right? We need the Holy Spirit to help us truly love the way God loves. And, you know, I do think we need to reflect on where are we blocked in this way? You know, where do we need God to help us? And I would share with you today scripture. It is 1 Peter 4, 10 to 11 that says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself are speaking through you. Do you have the gift of healing, helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. But that scripture is super clear that we have been 
given a gift or gifts, you know, to use for his good. And then another scripture that speaks more about our children, but it obviously if it speaks about our children, it also really speaks to us. Ephesians 2.10, Father, help my children to know what you have uniquely equipped each one of them to do for your kingdom. So how I want to encourage you is to remind you, don't play small. Most likely God is prompting you to do bigger things in partnership with him. And if you're in a season where you're feeling lukewarm, if you're in a season where you're feeling lukewarm in your faith and not red hot, then keep seeking God, keep getting in his word and keep getting around people that inspire you to grow in that relationship. And then lastly, I want to share this idea with you from Mark Batterson in his book, Chase the Lion. But he's talking about basically a lot of us just try to not do the wrong things, but we don't step out and actually do the important things that God's calling us to do. And he says this, there is a brand of religiosity that seems satisfied with breaking even. Don't do this. Don't do that. You'll be okay. The problem with that is this. You can do nothing wrong and still do nothing right. Breaking even is breaking bad. God has called us to play offense with our lives. Those who some simply run away from what's wrong will never amount to more than half Christians. The only way to top your God-given potential to fulfill your God-ordained destiny is to chase 500-pound lions. God's dreams for your life is so much bigger, so much better than breaking even. If you focus on not making mistakes, you won't make a difference. You don't overcome sin by focusing on not sinning. You need a dream that is bigger and better than the temptations you're trying to overcome. You need a dream that doesn't allow you to become spiritually sidetracked, a dream that demands your utmost for his highest. And basically he goes on to say, there's an old uh, aphorism that says, no guts, guts, no glory. When we lack the guts to go after 500 pound lions, we rob God the glory he deserves. By definition, a God-sized dream will be beyond your ability, beyond your resources. Unless God does it, it can't be done. And that is precisely how God gets the glory. He does things we can't do so that we can't take the credit for them. God honors big dreams because big dreams honor God. And he just says, destiny is not a mystery. Destiny is a decision, a difficult decision, a daring decision, a counterintuitive decision. You fulfill your destiny one opportunity at a time. Of course, those opportunities often come disguised as 500 pound problems. Landing in a pit with a lion on a snowy day qualifies as a bad day, a bad break. But Benaniah didn't see it as bad luck. He saw it as a big break. If you're looking for an excuse, you'll always find one. If you're looking for an opportunity, you'll always find one. Lion chasers have an eye for opportunity. There are amazing opportunities all around us all the time, but you have to see them to seize them. Then you need two o'clock in the morning courage to chase it. Oh my gosh, it's just so good. But the point is, let's not play small. Let's remember who God's called us to be by our unique abilities and gifts and promptings. And then let's say yes to the adventure. Let's say yes to the God-sized dream that God has given us or that he continues to show us a little bit more of over time. And I would just remind you, and if you haven't read Mark Batterson's different books, they're amazing because they have great examples, not only from the Bible, but examples of people now, here now, doing amazing things in how many people waited many, many, many years for their dream, their prompting to come to full fruition with God. So I would just remind you, don't be afraid to go after those God-sized dreams that are going to take God working with you to make them happen. And I just want to leave you with this idea. 
God has truly made you beautiful just as you are with all of the beautiful parts of you, with all of your amazing abilities, and also with all the flaws each of us have. You are perfect and you are beautiful right now as you are. You don't need to change or do anything to have his love and to step out in the world and keep serving with love and kindness. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.